0: All right, what is up, Midwele podcast listeners? Stuart Anderson here with just a short introduction before we get on with Matt Johnson from The Feed. So grateful for The Feed and our new partnership with them. They are sponsoring the Midwele team, and everybody on the team is gifted an $80 credit for the year. We have a special Feed landing page where you can go and claim your credit, start shopping and getting all that. Lotion and creams, you know you need it. Uh, So anyway, we talked to Matt. Matt explains the history of the feed, how it was created, the purpose, and just kind of blows our mind with how much he knows about his products. Uh, He talks about how the products are introduced. He talks about how they test them. He talks about how much he knows about each of the products because of his extensive background researching them, using them and watching his athletes use them so uh it's fun to have jason Lang on here Jason has like a a really cool knowledge of how products are made and especially like the pharmaceutical side of products so uh fun to have jace as the co-host anywho great little podcast thankful for the feed thankful for uh their partnership with us and uh, grateful to share this one with you enjoy all right, welcome to um, the Dwelling Podcast. Stuart Anderson here, joined by co-host Jason Lang. What's up, Jace? Hey, hey. If you're watching the video, Jace is freshly back from Kona. Like, that's not a video filter. That is that is Kona tan, man. It's
1: the golden <laughs> glow.
0: <laughs> we are joined by uh, Matt Johnson. Welcome, Matt, from The Feed. Thank you, guys. We're grateful to have you. Matt, I didn't ask where you're joining in from. Are you in Colorado? Yeah,
2: I'm in our... Headquarters slash distribution center in uh, Broomfield, Colorado. Very so cool. Just
0: so, uh, as many of you know, Matt is the one that personally sends you all the texts and emails from the feed. Now that we have joined <laughs> in as a squad, uh, we uh, we were introduced to the feed through Melissa Rollins just a, a you know a few episodes ago, and you guys know Melissa. After the podcast was over, she sent me this gigantic box of like waffles and stingers and gels, and it was from the feed. And she said, this is like a gift box, a thank you. And uh, dude, I was overwhelmed with how cool it was. And I know Jason uses the feed long before this happened, but uh, that was really my introduction to the company. And from there, uh, we just started to steamroll meeting Matt, meeting Elise, meeting the ambassador program, then the team joined as like a a team that is sponsored by the feed. Everybody gets $80 as a credit to the feed. Uh, And that's been rolling now for the past month. And then we said, hey, if Matt's available, which he was, let's hear the story of the feed, his story, how it started, how the products are chosen. And that is kind of where we got to this point, which I think is uh, so fun that we're kind of connecting together to ask uh, Matt, all about what he does and what this, this cool company does. Um, anyway, before we roll into that, that was like a long introduction. Jace, any announcements, anything going on?
1: Um, no, no, no big announcements. We've got some, some races coming up. Um, if anybody's interested, we have the, the one up in Idaho. That's a TT, um, crit race and road race. And then Midvale Crit is the next week, is the la- same with the Bear Lake 100. Yeah, so Bear Lake. I'm sure we'll yes. get some teammates joining those.
0: Yeah, nice. And then we're getting the uh, discount code. I should produce it with this podcast for Wasatch All Road. So we're going to get a 20% off for the gravel race from Bentham, uh, Wasatch All Road, which is uh, August, I think. Yeah, August. So, and then we're doing kit pickups. So, spring, summer kit orders are going to be uh, shipping to us end of May, and then we should be getting them. We're hoping to get the pavilion in Sugarhouse Park on June 7th. And uh, Chip's suggesting we're going to do a potluck dinner, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's okay. what I mean. sponsored by The Feed with waffles and stingers. So That's anyways. right. Hey, I got to introduce Matt, and then we're going to turn the time over to him. So uh, Matt is founder of The Feed, and that story is, is really cool. We'll get into that soon. But he used to be the president of what was the Garmin cycle team Cannondale team and then the EF pro cycle team and he just told us he did that for over 10 years uh avid ski racer and has won a dozen masters world cup races and a few years ago was the master masters SG what world champ dude what is up how cool yeah. is that <laughs> does that come with yeah. like a patch like, or of...
2: a? oh it comes with a crystal globe um <laughs> crystal globe. Yeah, yes. yeah yeah it's uh It was like my version of a midlife crisis, like having been (laughs) an endurance athlete all my life. I was like, oh, I could do a strength sport. You know, this. let's try this. So
0: So awesome. Well, Matt, I think, had a firsthand um, knowledge of what was happening when it comes to nutrition and feeding and recovery and all the things that were in and around a professional cycle team which led to the creation of the feed, which led to understanding products, uh, understanding delivery and understanding what endurance athletes really need to succeed. And, uh, I, I, that was growing the feed and, and Matt, correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean, eight years ago, I mean, how long has the feed been around?
2: Yeah, it's been around for a while, you know, about eight years now. And, uh, it's had a few, uh, you know, great team was sort of running it. I was really more the investor i was you know pretty busy running the team and uh um, a couple guys that work for the team were sort of leaving and they wanted to start up a a e-commerce business and i said listen i've got this idea but i don't have time to do it you know i'll fund it if you guys want to sort of take it on and they did a great job sort of establishing in the marketplace building the brand but in hindsight you know Someone should have stopped me when I sort of said, oh, I'm going to sell $1 cliff bars and uh, try to make and then ship them for free and like try to make money on it. Like it was like a classic. This doesn't add up. Like you can't make any money doing this. This is a terrible this idea um, but the problem was i wound up not realizing that and wound up investing enough money in it that we actually had to solve it before my wife would kill me so I was like okay we gotta make this into a real business and uh um some new guys came in um you know um you know, some with some industry experience and they really helped sort of scale the business they had a broader vision of not the feed not just being you know nutrition well that's still like you know was the The origin and the heart of what we do, we really shift our focus more to human performance and sort of what are all the products like, you know, that we want for human performance. And I love every new product and try every new thing. Um, So it was sort of like, for me, it was like the ideal job. I could like take my hobby of like buying every gadget, you know, for performance or Theragun esque type thing or supplement or (laughs) new bar. And, but now I have a of a 40,000 square foot warehouse with all of them. So um, it's sort of like a, a, a dream, a hobby becoming a business.
0: Maybe you could start with Matt talking about, uh, your background in endurance sports with, uh, I mean, I could talk for an hour here of all the stories you could probably share from the cycle team alone, but maybe start there. Just what, what that was like, um, the life that you lived uh, running that EF pro education team.
2: Yeah. So, um, I grew up as a bike racer, uh, or I grew up as a ski racer until I was like 14 and realized that that was too cold. And I wanted a warm weather sport and, uh, was racing and you can race in Quebec. I'm from Canada and Quebec. You can race really young. You know, you can start at age 10, you know, there's crits every weekend that my parents would drive me to Montreal, I could go race my bike. So sort of had the bug really early. By age 15, I was I was flying to Europe for the spring and the summer to race like as a junior in Belgium and did that for a few years. And then, you know, and then in Switzerland and I did uh, my last year junior did like the world cyclocross championships when that wasn't really a thing for Americans to go over there and do. Um, nice. And uh, it was sort of a fun uh, learning experience, um, but then quickly realized that maybe there was a better job path in in early internet companies in sort of the mid nineties. So I was down training in California for the winter. So, you know, left cycling, got into tech for 10 years, really missed it. And then 10 years later sort of came back into to the sport and uh, a few opportunities presented themselves. And one of them was uh, Doug, Ellis and Jonathan Bodders, who were starting Slipstream, um, which was the owner of the Garmin, which would become the Garmin team. Um, well. I joined and then brought Garmin in and brought in all the other partners, and so my role was really the business side, you know, while I also loved working on the human performance side and the nutrition side and finding the latest tech for the team to use, um, you know, I sort of brought in the money, and, you know, these teams are pretty expensive, you know, 20, 25 million a year, and then JV would sort of spend the money. You know, hiring more riders and buying more buses and things like that. So it's sort of a, you know, a yin and yang sort of <laughs> of, of, of pro cycling. Um, but that was a great experience. And uh, you know, along the way, we'd show up in Olathe, Kansas, with the team to go to Garmin headquarters. So we'd go do a big charity ride. And the questions we'd always get from the audience to the riders were like, "Hey, when do I take this gel thing?" And everyone would giggle, and the riders would look at them and be like. I don't know how to answer that question, so I'd like have to step out and say, "Okay, well, well like, how long your ride? You know, how, you know, when you know, when, this is when you should take it." And uh, it was amazing. It was like every single Q and A town hall we did, there were like five or ten questions that were just purely about nutrition. And then I sort of got this realization that, like. These this audience was well informed about nutrition, healthy lifestyle. They get breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but they had no concept of sort of this performance nutrition of like before, during, and after training. And, you know, why would they, you know, they never got exposed to that. They entered into sort of endurance sports, maybe at age 30, 35, maybe even 40. And there was no, ever a reason to learn how to use these products. So the idea of the feed was like, if there's this much gap in the marketplace, there's gotta be an opportunity here somewhere to marry the education of how to use these products with the products themselves, right? Because you know, Amazon's, Amazon's gonna, not gonna tell you how to you know, fuel your marathon, right? Like that's not their, their business. You know, can't even get someone like, try talking to someone, let alone you know, getting any advice. So we realized that that was an opportunity. The other thing I was also super frustrated with, or I'd see this on the team, Um, I won't name any sponsors, but we've had sponsors. And by the time we get to the Jiro, like exactly this time of year, the guys would all be leaving the team bus and they'd be going over to other team buses like 20 minutes before the start. I'm like, what the hell are they doing? And they're like leaving with like bags of cliff bars in that case or some other brand. Uh And they're like swapping. For other products, because they're like they had like flavor fatigue. They're like, I can't eat another one of that flavor. So they go like, Oh, Jumbo's got good ones, or you know, back then it was like Movie Stars, Astana, or whomever had like the good other one that they wanted. Not that it was any better; it was just different. And so we realized like people need to rotate this. They need different flavors. They need different brands. But you know, when you're locked into buying like 12 or 18 of something, you know, it's hard to get through them all. And in my house, they were always going stale because I couldn't eat another one of those. And so we, you know, again, maybe not a bad, great business idea, but we said, well, let's just break open the box. Why did they have to buy 12? Let's just sell them one. So they could buy one of this flavor, one of that flavor, one of this brand, one of that brand. And I'll tell you now, of the boxes that I see on the conveyors here going out every day, it's all ones and twosies. People are buying like three of this flavor, four of that flavor, four of this plan. Like they get it, they're mixing it up and they're getting this sort of, you know, um, potpourri of different products that is like totally personalized to them. And they've found their favorites and they go use it. And that's, I love to see that because that was sort of the original idea. Very cool.
0: And maybe um, before, I, Jace, Jace has got a question, but before we do that, let's pretend that you're uh, listening and you're an idiot. You don't know anything about what's going on. Will you just explain the purpose of what the feed is real quick? in case somebody has yeah. no idea what you're talking about. Yeah,
2: absolutely. So the feed is an online store, you know, and again, I have to use sort of the Kleenex analogy. It's sort of an Amazon of human performance, you know? So we've taken a subset of categories that everything the athlete needs to fuel their lifestyle, right? You know, the nutrition they need for their, for their ride, you know, what are they gonna eat for breakfast? We solve that. You know, what are they gonna do afterwards to recover? We solve that. You know, and then, you know, what are they doing if they're, you know, really out there taxing themselves, you know, do they need additional sort of nutrient support in the way of supplements, other certain supplements that are both legal, but also performance boosting, and there's a whole category of those that we, you know, heavily curate, we don't just sell anything, you know, everything we sell we try and, and use. And then there's also been this huge exploding business of like gear items, you know, whether it's like a core body temperature thing or a NormaTech or, you know, UFO sandals, you know, everything, you know, that the athlete lifestyle needs, that's our focus. And that's what we sell.
0: Nice.
1: That's so cool. I was just going to say that that's my favorite part about the feed is because we live in a time where there's a constant barrage of new products. Um, that are sometimes just me too products, more of the same, but different flavors and, and a different delivery mechanism and things like that. And you just want to try so many things and you just want to try all the different flavors. So being able to do a variety pack of everything is just the the best. Nobody else does that. I mean, like you said, everybody else, you have to buy, you know, a huge pack of whatever 12, 15 goos or gels or bars and then waste them if you don't like them and try and give them away to your teammates or something like that and then move on to the next thing so the the feed really did solve that problem it's nice yeah
2: and we we made it you know we we figured out how to make it cost effective you know i have a software background and we brought in a team and we wrote every piece of software that runs the warehouse and you know and automated as much of that as possible so we can as efficiently pick you know a one dollar item as a 20 dollar item and uh and get in your box you know within two minutes of you know sort of the you know order it takes us about two to three minutes to pick each order and you know it's getting as the volume goes up you know we had a, a whole team in here today installing robots that are moving the shelves and Dang. moving the products and you know it's it's one of the big things for me and the business is our goal is always to ship every order within two hours of it getting here and, and listen that hasn't always been possible. Like we get these waves and, you know, and especially with COVID and staffing and hiring and having the right flows, but we've really hit our stride now. So our goal is you place an order, you know, within two hours, it's basically packed in a box and going out the door to you.
0: Very cool. Um, that is really cool. Go ahead, Jason. Do you want to, You've want? you got a bunch of questions on our little outline. You want to ask one?
1: Yeah. Um, the first one I want to ask though, before the, the outline is so, you seem to be incredibly involved um, without having the official title as like any of the executives, right? You're not the CEO or anything. You're the founder, but you're very involved in curating products, trying all the products, implementing technology. I mean, what what is your day-to-day role at the feed?
2: Um, I think I am technically the CEO as well. but Okay big on titles so much so i feel like people just you know we sort of work as a, a great team um it was a very very small team uh you know we were really like five or six people in the front office until last year when wow. you know we finally got to the point where we really needed to grow we're probably a little under like 70 people in total now in the company so it's it's uh it's grown you know not just from six you know but you know the front office I, i've got a great team now that does marketing and social media and you know and product management and you know and some of the products that we make ourselves you know we have to manf- manage all the supply chain and the manufacturing of those so there's a, there's an awesome team here that i get to work with every day so um i focus as much as i can on the products you know what's new what's coming in know have we tried this should we carry this should we not carry this you know getting it out to athletes to test talking to athletes that are testing the products and saying hey what'd you think did you like it did you not like it you know at the heart of it is like you know what we're recommending is something that as you mentioned before i tend to write a lot of emails and i do write all those um you know Mm -hmm. is uh you know is this something i feel like i can write an email and recommend to our audience And, and that bar every every year gets higher and higher so you know it, it's it gets more and more challenging but at the same time there's tons of people making really innovative new products and so we always want to be on the cutting edge and i'm i'm hearing like from the World Tour side, you know, hey, what did, what did that team just use? Oh wait, that team's using this. So I started to use that, my old network, you know, and, you know, cycling's very incestuous where, you know, the, you know, over 10 years, we had a lot of employees and those guys are now, you know, soigneurs, doctors, nutritionists, you know, directors and all these other teams. So we have like a really broad network to sort of hear, you know, what they're doing. Um, and also we're selling to a lot of those teams. You know, I bet you, I think, at least half the world tour is to are fairly significant customers here. And we're shipping the stuff over to Europe, you know, either where they don't have a sponsor in a category and they want something or, you know, ketone esters or other, other products like that, you know, we're we're a big supplier to them as well.
0: Very cool.
1: That's awesome. Well, let's jump into that then on, on that note, what, what are some of your favorite products? You've tested everything. You're a Ah. current and former athlete, you're cyclist, you're skier, you're, I mean, all of the things, what, what are the things that us, you know, are the dads in thirties, forties, and fifties need to be taking to keep our minds and bodies sharp?
0: Yeah. I'm ready for my midlife championship crisis. (laughs) Like, what should I be, what should I be taking? (laughs) Yeah.
2: So, um, you're sort of asking me, like, this is what my kids ask me all the time. I tell each one of them, they're my favorite. So, (laughs) you know, whatever you know, we've got me coffee in the morning or something like that. Like, you're definitely my favorite. So (laughs) I threw that around liberally um, to much angst amongst them. Um, But, you know, so that's sort of how I feel about the products. You know, there's the, they're all like, we're not selling it if we don't love it, you know, but let me give you sort of the, you know, the the three minute sort of view of like how we recommend fueling at a sort of a general level. And then some of the sort of other ones, which is, you know, first, we always start with hydration. You know, the problem is, um, if you if you don't hydrate, you know you're never nothing else I recommend after this is going to work, right? If you have to maintain electrolytes and proper fluid and proper hydration, and you can get really complicated. Like, are you you know you know sweating a liter an hour? Pretty good, you know, normal for most people in a warm situation or indoor training. And then how many electrolytes are you excreting? You know, six hundred milligrams, eight hundred milligrams, fifteen hundred milligrams. It could it could range. Um, so hydration's key, um, lots of choices, um, lots of them have extras and different angles, and that's always sort of a way to go, but just make sure that you're, you know, at that sort of golden rule of about a bottle an hour and you're getting in sort of the proper hydration. And cause like I said, as soon as you get, the, the one thing about hydration is once you get below or you, you have sort of insufficient levels of hydration, you can't recover in that workout. You got to wait till the next day before you're going to recover you could maybe get a little behind on carbs or, you know, glucose intake and then catch up even during a long workout, not advisable, but you could, you can't do that on hydration. So rule one is hydration. Rule two is really the trend around carbohydrates. And we really try to talk to our athletes about, don't think about calories anymore. If, if that's how you were thinking it's better or calories per hour, just focus on carbs per hour. If you're an endurance athlete, that's your fuel that's what you need to focus on. And I go through, sometimes when I explain it, we go through a little bit of history of this. Like, you know, we all, some of us might remember the sort of the Cytomax days, you know, great product, but, you know, and guys were getting lots of carbs, but they were also like, you know, having little pit stops all the time on the side of the road or not feeling quite their best. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's where I feel like, you know, folks like Alan Lim and Stacey Sims, you know, really were innovative and in saying, oh, this is a real problem. Like. Yeah, sure. Guys aren't getting their their fuel, but they're what's happening is because they're feeling sick, they're not drinking from their bottle. So then they're not hydrating, and to my first golden rule, they're getting behind on the hydration. So let's get the carbs out of the hydration. Let's make a great you know electrolyte hydration and have them fuel using gels, chews, other real foods, whatever they want to do. And that worked that worked really well for four or five years. And then like. the world tour like 2012 there was this whole focus on like metabolic flexibility and keto and fat burning and you have to go out for six hours and you're not going to eat and you're (laughs) going to become this like fat burning machine and you know that was probably not a great strategy um, for a lot of folks but like sky was doing it and like they knew so like everyone else had to do it and um uh, there is some, you know, valid points to, to be able to burn, you know, a higher percentage of fat versus carbs in these long races as an advantage. But, you know, it was to the detriment of not bringing in enough carbs. Now, like 2016, 17, this like, you know, Morton comes out, like in Sweden, we hear about this new product. We heard it about Kipchoge breaking the 2 our marathon really early on. And I sort of like researched it, found this like, Domain registration to this guy Olaf. And like, I figured it had, his phone number was on, it wasn't private. So I like called him up and I was like, hey, you know, you don't know me, but you know, I hear you're making this. I'm not sure it's real, but if it's real, I'm coming to like Sweden tomorrow. And, uh, and uh, he's like, no, it's real. It's real. You, you can come. And I was like, okay, great. So it turns out there's a flight from like Oakland to like Stockholm. So the next day I got on the plane, show up. And, uh, and he's like, wait, you can't, like, I can't believe it. <laughs> like, is real. And I still like, didn't even believe it till we left. So I was like, "Wait, hey, well, whatever you have here, I need to take with me. So I like took everything I had. And before I got on the plane, I like FedExed it to the team and they were like, just starting the Giro that year. And, uh, normally it wasn't so much to like, try it in the race. Like I would mm-hmm. never suggest that. And the guys went out on a training ride and the nutritionist was like, Hey, do you guys want to try this? Like on the rest day? We're like yeah we'll tie it and they all came back it's like oh no we loved it and they're like oh this is great and then uh so the next day they go and race with it and uh pierre Rolland, i think it was pierre long um like wins the stage and he had won a stage since i think like alp to like three or four years before and he's like this stuff's amazing and he was a guy actually was notorious for like really struggling to eat during the race so yeah. the high carb was like game-changing for him and you know that rolled out i won't go to more stories but like more of these riders all of a sudden we had this high carb drink other teams didn't have it and we were like starting to get these great results that we were really surprised by so we really started to understand the critical importance of carbs per hour and so you're looking at about 80 grams of carbs per hour is like our sort of starting point for most athletes and when we talk to people like hey how much are you eating let's add it up inevitably everyone's like oh i eat a ton and they're like they're maybe breaking 40 or 50 grams of carbs per hour. Like so few are like already at 80. And now we have a lot of the guys now pushing 100, 120 and even up. So it's pretty remarkable um, the amount of carbs per hour that you need. And it's literally jet fuel, right? Like if you can keep that coming in, you're you're gonna, as these long workouts, you're gonna have a deficit, right? So most people are probably burning, let's call it like three grams um, per minute. So you're talking about You're burning 180 grams an hour in in like moderate to intense sort of exercise. Um, That's you're never going to replenish all of that. Right. So you're always building up a deficit. It's a question of like, you know, how long can you keep going before you really run out? And uh, so the carbs have been like probably the biggest part of the feed story.
0: Very cool. Um, Matt, one thing that I found interesting about the feed with which goes along with kind of the direction that you're going is this personalized coaching program. Um, maybe just talk about that for a sec, how that works. Cause like you were saying, <clears throat> not Amazon, Amazon's just like you buy. This is a cool part about the feed. If you guys don't know about it. Uh, could you talk about that, how that coaching works and the, the yeah. advice, the, the advice that the feed gives? <clears throat>
2: So we've got a great team of coaches, you know, that are sitting in the room beside me here and they're available to sort of work with you to build your sort of fueling strategy. So if you're like, you know, I struggle with this kind of product or I've had these issues in the past or I'm just doing a, you know, what was the Logan to Jackson? I'm doing a 200 mile, you know, <laughs> event for the first time. I have no idea how to fuel for this. Like, give me some advice. They'll walk you through a strategy. they will like, okay, this is what we're thinking hour by hour. They'll take into any dietary considerations you have, any brand preferences you have, and sort of help curate you not just like a cart of stuff to buy, but a, a cart to buy along with the plan of how to use it. And I think that's sort of the fundamental part. Fundamental point, and it's totally free. You can do it via chat live. And if it, if they're available, it says you know, Harrison's available now, for example, like yeah. that means like Harrison's really there. He's the guy that's going to pick up. You're going to hit that thing. And, you know, 20 seconds later, you're going to be chatting with him, and he'll work through it with you. If you prefer to, you know, I don't want to type, you want to call him on the phone. You can do that. Same guys are going to pick up, or you could just say, Hey, here's my issues. Send me an email and, and they'll reply, Damn. you know, within you know, a few hours, and get back to how many, you. With some how,
0: how many coaches are there? How many people have to do that?
2: There's eight of them
0: in there right now. At that's a time. awesome. Jace, have you ever talked to a coach?
1: I I message coaches every once in a while. I there there's some questions that come up. I I uh, can I treat you as a coach right now, Matt, and ask yeah, you let's a question? Hear it. Yeah, do it. <laughs> so so the on on our team we love creams. We love topical <laughs> creams. We have <laughs> jokes about them. We talk about them all the time. <laughs> so, if you're going to be recommending a cream to our team, is it is it Amp? Is it lack to go is it a cbd topical is it what's going to give us the most bang for our buck oh look at him roll his eyes (laughs) i I
2: can't that's a tough one um (laughs) you know so here's the Okay. So Latigo, I, I, the brands may not like this answer. So I'm going to like paraphrase sort of my understanding of the products uh-huh, in of my use case. you know, um, there's a lot in the sensation, right. That Latigo's yeah, th- there's certainly some functional ingredients, but Latigo's giving you this sort of great menthol feeling. Like I remember like mm. in the back of like the Hermesses in Belgium, like you'd, you like the, you'd get changed in this little, like, uh, wash pan that you'd put your you know feet in and the old guys would bring like a thermos of warm water soapy water that you put your feet in and then they'd be like these this guys, and they're all smoking at the same time they're about to go out and race and they're like rubbing <laughs> these different menthol creams and then oh it's a little cold so we're gonna rub this like it is like safe sport definitely didn't exist at this point like this would be banned and um it you know there was a lot there and it, it's not that far from what that was happening a long long time ago when i was racing you know different sort of warming and cooling type cream so that's sort of what you're getting and, and there's some data to support that obviously amp has more biotech you know and the idea of sort of sodium bicarb you know sodium bicarb as its own it, there's no question it's a it's a it's enhancer i think um Dr. Sprouse and I did a webinar yesterday, and he was talking about like Wada has a list. I think it's like top three things, or maybe top five things, that are like you know legal, but like unquestionably a performance enhancer. And I believe I, don't I know want think, all those things. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can. <laughs> uh, one of them is for sure sodium bicarb, and that works. And I also asked Kevin, uh, Dr. Sprouse, what was. Um, at the Giro TT whatever last week at 11k or 12k you know or 11 minutes it wasn't that long yeah. 11 minutes with that uphill at the finish what percentage of guys were using sodium bicarb? and he's like 80%. And the other 20% would but they're the guys that just have such GI distress that you know they can't do it like they they just they can't finish um if they take it. So it's not we don't really sell too much besides the ampellosion and sodium bicarb. At this point, there's some new products that were, you know, that'll be coming out that will go into that space. The challenge is the GI distress is so bad and so difficult to get over for most athletes. We just can't recommend it for the average person. But but so AMP does bring some element of that sodium bicarb and, you know, super popular with athletes. Um, another one you didn't talk about, like I'm more interested in the creams when I can't sleep at night and my legs are twitching and like I can't, yeah, yeah. You know, they're going crazy. And I love some of the magnesium creams. There's one, uh, Feel Good Labs, um is like sort of got everything in the kitchen sink in it from a botanical standpoint it's a it's a pretty awesome cream that i like
1: yeah that sounds good everything in the everything but the kitchen sink cream that's what i need it's
2: like like 18 or 20 18 or 25 different ingredients in there which is great um we do have there is a new magnesium like this really crazy french guy makes this crazy magnesium cream that we've been trying to import for a while he has like like very limited production um but we're that i'm hoping to get that in for us in the fall and that's that's sort of like where we hear about these odd things and they're like i can't make enough for you guys and we're like well like how many can how much can you make you know when can we get it and sometimes <laughs> it takes us like, two years to get these products in. you know Dang. we're just working and working on it but like it's so exciting when they finally get here and you know when we know that they work really well
1: nice geez one cool and uh go ahead <laughs> I was just gonna say and so I'm a, a pharmacist by education and I I had a, a business where we did a lot of compounding. We did sterile injections and IVs and made lots of different topicals and we were always getting doctors calling us like, hey, I have this crazy idea. Can you put all of this in some sort of vehicle that can you know, go through the skin or IV or whatever? So it was, we were kind of playing that mad scientist too and kind of on the cutting edge of all the um new things that were you know everybody's trying to defy age nobody wants to age the anti-aging medicine thing is is uh where all the money is going right now so it was fun to be right on the cutting edge of that and it sounds like you're right there too with supplements and nutrition and things like that
2: we actually look a lot at the ant like the biohacking and the anti-aging community more as a proxy of like oh if this is working over here could it work for more like for athletes from a performance standpoint because a lot of the focus on anti-aging is around energy right energy production and atp and you know what's happening and and athletes maybe are taking it purely from an anti-aging standpoint they're more interested in saying hey i'm overly taxing my body compared to a sedentary person right so i'm really pushing my body 2x 3x and uh you know uh that's where we pull in some of those cool products like um the whole nad, NAD space you know with either nicotinamide riboside nr or um, nmn as like a precursor to nr you know there's some really crazy products that i i use pretty much daily and uh you know i don't i'm not focused on it on an anti-aging standpoint you know sort of for the audience more in their 60s 70s that are sort of more focused on that but i'm using it more from like I've got more energy at four o'clock to like get that workout in after work. And when I, I it's funny, like Dr. Spress and I've used both of them. It's like, I don't know if it works. Can I tell? You know, we're like, oh, I'm not really sure. But then we go off of it. And then we're like, we go off of for a month. We're like, oh, this was a bad month of training, and I'm like, energy levels low. And then we go back on it, and we're like, oh, I feel a little better again. And it's like, mm-hmm. I can't say like empirically, like, hey, this like does X, but every time we're on it, we all feel sort of better, you know. So that's you know sometimes enough data for me at least to, you know, at least maybe not heavily recommend it, but continue to use it myself. Um, so. That the anti aging like I said, is a great proxy for athletic performance.
1: So Matt, is that kind of how you decide what makes it onto the feed is you try it and if you like it, if it works, if you, I mean, if you feel some sort of benefit from it, then you put it on the shop and recommend it to athletes or you use your, your sponsored athletes first and have them try it before you recommend it or?
2: We do. We we use a lot with our HPT, like high performance team. They're a little bit the guinea pigs, so we do send them stuff to try out and say like, "Hey, you like this? Is it working?" We definitely try it in house. We're just not that interested in some of the like, unless it's a differentiated story. um, It's really hard for us to sell it. Like another bar, you know? Okay, what's about it? Like, is there is it like way better? Is it easier to eat? Does it taste better? It's like okay you know it's it's just we'll bring it up but it won't really take off right because there's not a story like it has to have like a unique new idea new concept or bring something different to the marketplace you know and, and those are the products we jump all over um we really do focus on like ingredient sourcing like that's really important for us like you know are are these really ethical ingredients. Like, you know, we're, I I hope we're at like the other end of the spectrum of like the GNCs of the world where it's like mega T blah blah. you know, X, Y, Z, you know, that's just like the, that's the experience that I felt alienated as an endurance athlete walking into that sort of experience. I'm like, I'm not going to take any of these things. This looks terrible. And I was like, there's got to be like, actually more science backed you know more performance oriented cleaner products with more ethical you know sort of you know sourcing and ingredients that are going into them and there are like you know when it comes to supplements as, as you would know in, in your space you know there's different tiers right like you know and you know the the sort of pharma grade sort of supplements are really the brands that we we focused on and um thorn clean uh pure encapsulations a lot of these actually are you need a medical license to do it, so um, mm-hmm. so we only are able to sell them because Dr. Sprouts is sort of you know part of the team, um, and and we can do it with his sort of medical oversight and sell these products. Usually, they're only available from a a, a, a physician.
1: And he's the medical director for EF, right? For the race he team. Yes,
2: yeah, we, we worked together for the the decade. I was sort of on the team, um, sort of built a friendship. Um, he's I would you know consider. Kevin you know very forward thinking he runs a um, podium uh it's sort of his uh sports you know, you know, practice, and he—it's a really a shares practice. He he sees all sorts of patients, but his majority are more pro athletes. You know, some endurance, but he also has lots of golfers, MMA fighters, triathletes. You know, other other baseball player, MLB players. Like he's sort of, you know, the, the, from my opinion, sort of the doctor to the 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 sort of pro community, and the person I trust the most. So anytime it's a supplement, anything that's more medical than you know, I don't run every nutrition bar by him, but anything that's in that other sort of more medical space we sit down we review we make sure that he feels comfortable with it we also talk about what the protocols probably should be what the manufacturer is recommending does he feel comfortable with those like we really want to validate you know that these are you know it's good science and good medicine that we're talking about we don't want to be giving medical advice at any level like that's not in our skill set but i don't think it's um but we do the diligence as if we were
0: very cool I mean, along with that, Matt, when you're interacting with clients and customers, are you hoping or or thinking that their best interaction with you is when they're doing customized boxes created by the coaches? Or are you seeing more people on like just picking Rip Van waffles and eating them for breakfast? I mean, like what, how is it that you would see the ideal customer interacting with you uh, to get the best out of the feed?
2: Yeah, so it's taken us a few years and I did a blog post called um, I think it's called um, if you go to the Feed Insider in the top bar of the website, there's like a wealth of the emails I send out and articles and you can go pretty deep down there. And there's one article, it's sort of getting rolled to the bottom, so we probably need to move it up, but it's called do this one thing to train perfectly or something like that or have the best workout. And it really talks about this carb strategy. So we really tried to build a framework for fueling that's not brand-centric, right? You know, people have a lot of different brand choices. Um, they, some might love Hammer, some might love Morton, some love Scratch, some love First Endurance, you know, you know, and I could go on and on and on, right, in terms of brands. And we're not here to necessarily break your allegiance to any of those brands. If they're here, they're good products, um, and they all have different sort of spins or purposes that may appeal to you or better for your gut, or you tend to just like the taste, whatever it is. So what we're trying to do is give you this framework. And so what we're rolling out this summer is this sort of lightning bolt system. So each lightning bolt represents 20 grams of carbs approximately. And your goal is to sort of pick products that equal 80 lightning or four lightning bolts or 80 grams of carbs in an hour. So if you're doing three hours, you're trying to buy basically 12 lightning bolts worth of worth of product to consume over that time frame. So what we're really like, we want to give you advice that's that's about the science of how to fuel and then let you pick which of the products that you want to pick underneath that umbrella.
0: Cool. Very cool.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. Um how do you you, you said that you have a lot of your athletes try these things out. How do how do you become a sponsored athlete of the feed how are you finding these athletes we have two here locally hannah finchant that we was on the podcast melissa um rollins that was on the podcast and that's here locally how do you how do you find them do they seek you out or are you looking for them
2: yeah it's the first year we've done this obviously i have a lot of experience um on the the team side of it which actually probably makes me a little more uh Skeptical of the value of sponsoring individual athletes, having uh, <laughs> run it from the team side and sold the other side of it, I was like, oh, "Is there enough value here?" Um, we wanted to, we wanted to help athletes more than anything, and we wanted to help some of the best domestic athletes that we felt were strong community leaders more than, than their performance. So we didn't we didn't look at results like results is always a part of it because the more our profile and everything else, but that was a very, very low factor. And we're looking for like great athletes, great leaders, people sort of inspiring others, you know, that, that our community of athletes would know and would have interacted with or be inspired by like, you know, our community of customers in Utah, know Hannah and, and, and Mel, um, and Mel there. So there, there's, uh, you know, I think though, that's that was more of our criteria more than anything else. Um, we did focus more on athletes that were competing in what I call um community events or or mass start type events. We we weren't really interested in someone going to say, Hey, I'm going to Europe to race, you know, short 11 year, like that's not. That's that's awesome. We love that. And we'll try to support you with the support we give to the USA cycling, but you're not really the person. We're looking for the people lining up at BWR. And that's a great example. Like BWR, Alexi One um, and um, Mo, you know, Mo One for the women, both, you know, feed HBT athletes. Like we couldn't nice. ask for anything better. So we've done a, I think, an interesting job picking different athletes. And you know, what we want to do is support them with products. We're like, hey, you can you're not locked to a sponsor anymore. Like you don't have to eat that brand's product. You are free. You can shop any product that you want at the feed. And um, if you become a good ambassador and, you know, we also think these athletes should be paid, you know, this is their job and they're doing for it. So, you know, we actually write them a check too, you know, so it's not just product and, you know, we want to support them. And, And as that program grows, we hope that our, you know, ability to, let them actually live a meaningful lifestyle doing what they love but we also love to watch is 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 possible for them so we try to support them both financially we help them with a lot of education on products and it's amazing whether you're at the world tour level or you're you know at alexi's level or you know there's still a lot of gaps here on the on the sports science of nutrition and fueling and And it's also because it's also changing too, right? So you might be well-versed from three years ago, but now, you know, you're adding ketones and you're doing a different sort of, you're using like a Swiss RX, like total recovery shake after your workout, or you're, you know, thinking about breakfast. Like there's constantly sort of evolving products and strategies that we share with them. And then of course they can sort of kid in the candy store, they can buy whatever they want or pick, we give them credit to purchase whatever they need to sort of fuel their season. We have other two- so You've no, done a great just, job at that. Oh, thank you. Um, I, I don't take any credit. Brandon uh, runs all of that here. So I don't, I, I should. That,
1: I mean, easy. I'm listening to Lance Armstrong talk about it on the move. I'm listening to Phil Guymon talk about it on his Instagram. I'm listening to the local athletes talk about it. I mean, I, I've, I've heard it from, you know, top to the bottom. Everybody's loving the feed.
0: Yeah, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Matt, you've had an interesting front row seat for a lot of endurance sport. Like you've been in this, like your whole life. Um, Is there anything that stands out to you that you have seen? Like, let's say you're looking back on your own life and you're talking to young Matt and you're like, Hey, I am seeing that the most balanced, happy and successful people are doing these things. Um, Is is there anything that you've seen over your career in your life that you would advise to this group of people and say, hey, you need to be doing this. Definitely don't do that. And then be doing like, what's your, what's your top five, your wisdom? Oh, geez. Uh (laughs) You know, I, I,
2: I, you know, the the adage always was that I followed. And I know this, this sounds sort of, you know, it's, it's tough because like my, the the advice I always got was find what you love and making a job, right? That's like, you know, the classic sort of, you know, approach to life. And, I guess I sort of stumbled my way into it. And uh, I guess what I found was, you know, getting out there and doing something and just following the path always opened up new doors, right? New doors happened and, and you know, and, and that sort of one thing led to the next that led to the next. And so if I, if I was insulated and not getting out there and doing stuff or following what I loved, you know, not just professionally, but from a sports standpoint, those doors wouldn't open and those ideas wouldn't come about. So I guess that's the only thing I had. No, that's that's rich to say, you know, when, you know, but if you have to pay the bills and pay the mortgage and feed the kids, you know, you're sort of like, I, I got to do this too, right? So it's like, how do you balance both? And I don't think I have a magical answer to that. Um, on the sports side, I think that there's uh, overtraining is probably the biggest issue to performance, uh, detriment and people not realizing their fitness goals. I think the, the mass, the people train too much volume, but not enough intensity for the most part, you know, I mm. think that that's, you know, in a time restrict, if you're a pro athlete and you've got 25 hours a week, you know, it's a different situation, but for us working folks, you know, um, I think you're, you always better with the intensity side and, you know, less volume and more intensity and, you know, you get that recovery in. Um, Yeah. And, you know, have fun with what you're doing. And, and, you know, (laughs) I guess the, the advice I don't follow myself, but makes me a better person, makes me a better person at work is training in the morning, right? Like if I can get myself out of bed and do that morning training, you know, my ADD settles down, I can focus, I'm probably more agreeable and friend to be around. So you know, I guess that's that's the training hack is like, can you get it in the morning? And like, listen, that's tough. I can't do it every
0: day. Yeah, big time. I mean, because you were world champ, is there was there anything that you were doing at that time that you really saw like things just started happening when you started doing something?
2: Yeah, th- there was a real breakthrough for me there that was sort of a eye opening moment, which was I could do well in training in skiing. Um, and and same thing when I was back when I was like 15 and why I stopped, I would get to races and I would just get stressed and I'd be like, I'm skiing like terribly, like I, I, this is not me. Like I, I, I know yesterday I was great here, but now I'm terrible, I'm nervous, I'm like jittery, I just everything falls apart in the race. And then there was, um, one of the first races I did was, I think it was probably a U.S. championships and it, I was living in Aspen and, and it happened to be local. So I was like, Oh, I'll go do this. So I, I was pretty excited. I was like training for it. I was getting ready. I got to the start. I got out of the start. I go six gates down the Hill and I get flagged because the guy in front of me fell and I was like, and I was like, last to go like or two to two at the end to go i was like oh jesus so now i gotta go all the way up and back and they're like hey you're gonna run they all waited there right everyone was going home at this point like it took another 30 minutes to sort of do the whole loop and i pull in and i'm cold and like you know it was like the worst possible situation and but everyone just stood there and they're like don't worry calm down don't don't rush take your time you can go do this i sort of took a deep breath and i was like it didn't matter. I wasn't stressed anymore because like, it's sort of like already like it was forced out of me. Right. I already like had exuded all that energy and I went down and I was like, so focused that I won. And I remembered that feeling, like I can still picture being in that gate, you know, 10 years ago. And I, every time I got to a race, I kept thinking about that and it would be a trigger to sort of get into a flow state. And some of the books I love are, I, I, I'm going to mix up the names, but, uh, the making of Superman and flow state. And, you know, um, I, I'm also forgetting the author here. I should, I should remember It's the same guy that worked with Red Bull. And he has all these articles about flow state, which I think is the secret to athletic success. Whether it's like your hard interval workout on trainer road, the group ride that you have to focus on so you don't get dropped, you know, like every second, make sure you're like, you know, staying in the draft. So I'm not getting blown up the back. You know, that ability to get into that sort of flow state, is sort of like the the rush. That's why we all do this, right? When we can realize that. And I was like, I want to be able to do this like every single time I get out there. And there's definitely some hacks. Like if you take some caffeine that helps, you know, um, ketones has been massive, you know, in terms of like getting your brain waves to a point where you're like closer and closer to sort of getting into that sort of flow state. So the secret for me in ski racing is once I had that experience and I sort of like remembered it and knew what was happening, I was able to do that now in every race. And then I just like, I sort of was unstoppable, you know, a little bit from there.
0: Very cool. Nice. Jay's, Any other questions for uh, Matt before we kind of wrap in coming for landing?
1: No, I mean, I really appreciate your insight. I, I, I think it's valuable because you've been around and been um, one of the top athletes in the world. I mean, you've been around these top cyclists. You still are. I mean, even your, I believe you're, your uh, CEO or your partner is the trainer for Michaela Schifrin, right? Um, He was. And was, so, I mean, you've just been, you've had the opportunity to be around everyone. And um, I think that what you're doing and the, the kind of the way that you're changing the game. And like you said, giving athletes access to not just one, not just first endurance, not just scratch, not, it's just, the best of all the products, what works for you across the board. There's so many good things. Find out what works um, and what the top athletes of the sport uh, are doing. And, and you're sharing it. You're not keeping it a secret. You're, hey, here's, I'm going out and I'm finding this crazy guy in France that's making this thing. And I'm trying to bring it to the feed and give it to everybody, not keep it a secret for you know, your team or whatever. It's great.
0: Thank you. No, I appreciate it. I agree, Matt. You're very authentic. The feed's authentic. Your athletes are the real deal, like Mel and Hannah. Those are the kind of people that like a- attract us. Which so it was really fun to be approached by you and our team uh, to to partner together. So thank you. Appreciate your time here. Any any parting words, Matt? Any any uh, concluding remarks?
2: Oh no, but uh, you know. We're here for your your, your riders, and uh, if they need help, they can email me. They can you know reach us you know mad at the feed, and that comes direct to me, and uh, I'm always happy to respond. And then you know and they can also chat with the coaches and stuff. And if you're if you ever have a question, you know don't hesitate. It's not normal like customer service. Like these guys know what they're talking about, and it's a real person. You know it's never a you know phone tree or an, a robot or anything like that. We like you said we we
0: try to keep it. Keep it authentic. Awesome. Do you ever ride here in Utah? Yeah. Do you ever come here?
2: I've never, I don't think I've, ridden, I think I've been there when Zabriskie lived there. Huh? Yeah. You know, we probably rode there when he was there before he should husband. come out.
0: Yeah. Did you guys see Peter Sikon spraying his bike down? He's getting ready to come to yeah ride our mountains. Can't wait. Oh, he is? Yeah. He is? Yeah. Is? Yeah. We always uh, see him in Park City and Deer Valley when we're doing the climbs back there. So it's kind of fun to see him. But yeah. anyway, yeah. you're always welcome.
1: Okay, yeah, come. Well, we can suffer together. I'm, yeah. I'm, I mean the slopes too. I'll ski with you. <laughs>
0: That's good. Nice. All, righty, All right, fellas. Thanks so yeah. much, Matt. Appreciate your time. Appreciate the feed, and uh, hopefully we can have you on again. Appreciate it.